Fox Sports Knoxville is proud to present the show that the fans deserve. I'd consider myself a realist, all right, but in philosophical terms, I'm what's called a pessimist. The show that the city needs. This town deserves a better class of sports radio. And we're going to give it to them. This is Talk Sports. Leave one wolf alive and the sheep are never safe. Back in the booth, back on the airwaves on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon. John Reed, Cody McClure, Cam Black, as we get set to talk sports and other things. How are you, Cody? I am well. You're tightened up, it looks like. Everybody Uh, on Periscope sees Cody rocking his big Titans hoodie. Just something I happen to own. I wear it from time to time. It's a, I like I like it. It looks good on you, honestly. Well, it's navy's a, a good color on you. Well, it's a nice hoodie. Yeah, it, it costs good. like eighty dollars, which is wow. Stupid. So you made a real oh, commitment really to the Titans. Well, it's, it's stupid for when a hoodie. When did you buy but... it? Last year when they were the one scene. Yeah, around that no, time, twenty twenty, I think. Whenever I went to that game, because I went to a game when I moved to Nashville, and I thought, well, if I'm going to go to a game, I need to have a little team gear, you know, and. So I think it was 2020. Okay. Thursday night football against the Colts. Oh, Does yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah, terrible game. We got our ass Yeah, kicked. it wasn't a very good game. We got our ass kicked. Um, but, yeah, I went and uh, – well, because I went to that DXL That's store. That's the only time Tannehill lost to the Colts. Cause oh, yeah. Because of me. Because of you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, And yeah, Trevor no. Daniel. <laughs> Wait, was it Trevor Daniel? It was Trevor Daniel, right? We, we picked it. Was that the punter we picked up from Tennessee that I was like a FedEx so. driver and he got the punt blocked and we, uh, we lost – I think because of the podcast. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, I had nothing else going on that night, so I went to a Titans game, and I thought, well, I better get uh, better get a little team gear. And uh, that was a weird time with tickets yeah. and, and everything. I, I, I rode over with Chuckles. Me and Charlie went. Oh, you were at that game? Yeah. It was nice to see you. One of the only times I've only sat in the upper deck. <laughs> and I, I didn't know if I was going to be able to go to any games that year. Yeah, I had season tickets, and that was the only game I got to go to. Yeah, until the playoffs, they didn't let us go to use our season tickets. I don't we didn't remember meet the threshold because they were only twenty five percent. Oh yeah, capacity. yeah, yeah, that's what it was. And we had just that's bought our tickets, so we didn't get to, uh, to get get those. That's the only Titans game I ever went to, too. So really, <laughs> I haven't had the best NFL experience. No. Um, well, I will say I like the NFL better than college, but it is obvious that like the the atmosphere is no. It's not the same in the stadium. The yeah, nowhere near the yeah. same. A good college game is always going to beat a good NFL game when it comes to atmosphere. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, I would like to see a good pro game, like a playoff game, like a like a bucket list type game. Maybe Bears, Packers, and Lambeau, Soldier Field. Well, no, I said playoff game, so that probably wouldn't happen. Um, they played an NFC Championship one time at Soldier Field. But yeah, I would like to see the Bears, Packers at Lambeau. Or Soldier Field. Then my boy Jay Cutler got hurt. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to see Jay Cutler in the playoffs. <laughs> they were good that year. I don't know what the best game to watch would be. Maybe go to Buffalo to see a game. I feel like when you when I think NFL, I think cold. Arrowhead's a pretty cool place to watch a game. I've been there twice. A good playoff game in Kansas City is pretty good. 
I got a I couple props. of props, and it's very cold there too. So if you want cold, it's it's pretty cold there. I saw Gillette Stadium in New England for a big playoff game twice. That was pretty fun too. If I was ever going to get like a hookup on a game, it would be a Chiefs game because my my buddy who has some money, he's Chief a big fan. big Chiefs fan. He went and saw him in the Super Bowl. Oh wow, yeah. he does got money. I got friends with real money. That's right. Yeah, he's got a Range Rover. Nah, he's got an Escalade. Is that more or less pretentious than the Range Rover? Less pretentious. It's probably more expensive. A good Escalade, probably. Well, I don't know. Not a it's a hundred thousand dollar vehicle. I don't know how much a good Range Rover. Yeah, is. I was gonna say. I think the Range Rovers get into the hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty. Do they? Range. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I, I don't know. I'm not a car guy, really. This guy Range is, Rover sounds more pretentious, though. This guy's dad clears about four million a year. And he's so one of those restaurants, I assume that you talk about, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he's like my he's probably my only friend with money. I don't have any other friends with like not like money, money. Yeah, I got people that make decent salary, but not sure. really. You know, not going to the Super Bowl money. Yeah, I feel like you got to have a certain level of status to go to a Super Bowl. Yeah, this Range Rover I'm looking at right here on their website starts at one hundred six five. It's kind of weird that, like, every sorority girl has one. Well, I'd imagine most of the sorority <laughs> girls' parents got some money. Yeah. Plus, these are this is like this might be new near the top of the line for them, too. I mean, you might be able to get some for cheaper than that. I you can imagine. probably get a cheaper Range yeah. Rover. New. Can get a nice used. Cadillac Escalade. Is the Land Rover, is that like the, uh, is that like the Toyota of the family? I never know which one's better or worse. Like, you know, like Lexus is better than Toyota. Range Rover's better than Land Rover, right? It's got to be. Yeah, yeah it's got to be. Sure. Let's see. Escalade used to be my dream car. Do like a used Land Rover, like a 2015. I'm not very good at Googling this stuff. I don't want, to get, I don't want just, these cookies to follow me around. I'll, I'll Google it. <laughs> 20, trying to sell me cars. It's yeah. already going to happen. What's a good, like, used yet? Like a 2015 now? Like a 2015 Land Rover? Like my I mean, daughter's getting ready to go to college and be in the sorority. Yeah, twenty fifteen. You'd probably Is buy like decent? at least. A, you'd probably buy at least like a twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen Land Rover yeah. for sale. All right, let's see. Probably actually, you. I would imagine you already bought it for her new when she was in high school. Thirty three nine ninety. Thirty one okay. five ninety. That checks out. Forty one nine ninety eight. Forty one nine ninety eight. I'm Mike Hatmaker. Come on down. <laughs> Premium luxury platinum, which seems to be the top of the line. New Dodge Ram. Thirty eight nine eighty eight. For these Escalades, start at one oh seven. You can get a, a, just a luxury one for 81 two-wheel drive. So they uh, dream car. They they vary in price. Turbo diesel? They take diesel? That's why they take diesel? Or maybe just I don't a, think they all do. Okay, just a four-wheel drive takes diesel. No? These take, or maybe you you select that and the price goes up maybe? I, okay, I think there's options that have diesel. Anyways, enough car talk. Can't enough, are you? yeah. Doing well, doing well. Another day in the life. Can't complain, I guess. Just Another day in the life. Yeah, just going through the motions again. It's good to be in the life. Yeah, yeah, woke up, you know. And now here we are. <laughs> woke up and now I'm here. <laughs> got how the days have gone. That's great. Um, yeah, yeah, can't complain. Nothing really to report. I haven't really done anything in the past couple of days. Just work. Just work. That's life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the American life. dream. Yeah, because you have to be asleep to believe it. <laughs> How are you today? How's your hammer hanging? Short and shriveled. 
So you're back on the soda. I never said I got off the soda. <laughs> I've never claimed to be off the soda. Yeah, but you weren't drinking it in here in a glass. <laughs> why, why do you have a glass? It's a plastic cup. Because one of my resolutions is not buy soda at restaurants anymore. Uh-huh. So I picked up lunch, and I didn't want to buy soda there, so I just I have cans at my house, so I just put a can in my plastic cup and brought it. Okay. 12 ounces, that way I you know, save a little bit of the ounces, but also I get a little bit of a taste. A fair amount. Makes yeah. Sense, yeah. And I, I had s- soda yesterday, too. I had a Mountain Dew from Jersey Mike's in here. I just, it just wasn't in a plastic cup. It was in a combo, combo disclaimer. Remember the Daily Special? I get the, get the drink with it, so I didn't break the... I didn't break the goal. It was just uh, it was added added in there automatically. Yeah. You tell me you want the daily special, they give you chips and a drink. So like you know, not, out of my hands. Yeah, nothing you can do there. Out of my hands. Hmm. So everything's good. Solid. I slept poorly again. My package made it to the door Ooh. this morning. Your book. Well, my books got here too. Yeah, both books got and here. And your package. And my package. So that's one less thing to worry about. Well, that's good. Yeah. Got everything you could ever need now. Yep. Pretty much. Honestly, yeah. I got no no wants right now, really. How do you feel about minimalism? I couldn't do minimalism. I, can't, I couldn't live that lifestyle. I couldn't even come close to living that lifestyle. Like out of a van? Yeah, I couldn't do that. You couldn't do it? No. Why not? I like TV. I like yeah. going places. If you had the TV, though. I would need a big TV. Is that your number one possession? My TV? Yeah. <laughs> I do like my big TV. Yeah. I got a big old TV. <laughs> Is that the most important thing to you? Um, It's a good question. I mean, I like my car. Well, I mean. It's probably more useful than my the, TV. The car has to be number one, I yeah. think, for most everyone. Yeah. But I guess behind the car. I got a decent shoe collection these days and boot collection. I'll, if I can combine all those together, I, it might be my number one. All of your shoes and yeah, boots? Yeah, if I get like all of my shoes and boots, that'd but probably then, be my number one. But then you don't have your TV. Like if you had Do I have to, any TV or just like I get like a minimal, like had minimal pick, replacement? I get, yeah, so you can either have like a 20, 25 inch small TV or you can have your worst pair of shoes, I guess. Yeah, I would probably. Wait, say that again. You can either have like a 25 inch basic TV, not smart. No, wait. Uh, yeah, so no streaming. Yeah, you can stream, but it's not smart. You have to have a Roku. Okay. And then, and then you can have your I worst Roku, anyways. What you consider to be your worst pair of shoes? Yeah, I would take the shoe collection and a small TV. Okay, that puts it into perspective. Yeah, I mean, as long as I, I still have my cell phone, I can still stream on my phone if I need to. Yeah, yeah, that's a basic necessity. Yeah, in today's world. Yeah, pretty much. I'd be okay with that. I woke up in terror again. Night terror? Did you see the yeah. hat man? Not the hat. Man. No, I was Skip Bayless. I was in a convenience store. Okay. Skip Bayless was the hat man. He was selling me Oreos. I was in a convenience store and I was going up to pay. And I know part of this was because of yesterday, my experience. I was out and about and I bought Oreos and Red Bull. And so I think that was in my dream. And I was like, okay, I'm getting ready to buy Oreos and Red Bull. And I got up there, and the, it wouldn't take my card. And Skip Bayless said, don't worry. 
I'll Venmo you. And I said, well, you don't have to do that. I've got cash. And he said, no, 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 we can't take cash here either. And I said, well, I have the money. I want to be able to pay for these things. And he said, I've got to Venmo you first. He was <laughs> the gas station clerk. You. Yes, Skip Bayless was the gas station clerk, and he Venmoed me. And then I started hearing gunshots going off. And I said, I got to go, Skip. <laughs> and then suddenly in my dream, I'm in a shooting. I'm in a mass shooting. And I'm running through a field, like, zigzagging, trying to get away from there. And I'm guessing that came from the news that's going on. Like, yesterday, we talked about the California shooting and the Baton Rouge shooting. And apparently, there's another one now in California. So, we're back to mass... Washington, too, today? Yeah, we're back to mass shooting season, I guess. Yep. And so, that was in my dream. And, And that's when I woke up at that point, and I just had these loud gunshots ringing in my ears. And I was terrified. That's scary. My dream started out scary last night, but then I saved the day, so it was all good in the end. Nice! You get to be a hero in your dream? Yeah, I, I got to save like a girl. We were both kidnapped oh, wow. together. Was she cute? But I, yeah. Thick? A little bit. Thick enough. What color hair? It was a blonde for some reason. For some reason? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who the girl was, but. I never get to be the hero in my dream. I broke out and then went, got the, got told someone to call like 911 and then I was like I gotta go back for the girl <laughs> nice alright so I, don't, like, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't know if I had any dreams last night I mean I'm sure you I did, did you definitely did yeah I just don't I don't I don't recall any of them yeah but yeah I definitely did I remember when I first woke up I was in the middle of a dream but I have no mm. recollection of what it was I hate when it's a good dream and you just wake up and you're like oh, there, there goes that do you find yourself always rooting for the anti-hero no sometimes I root for the good guys it must be exhausting always rooting for the anti-hero. Am I missing something? I don't know where we're going with it. No, I was just right, asking you. Just, you. Uh, let's just go to break. Let's talk sports on Fan Run Radio. Cam, what do you make of Cody singing some Taylor Swift during the break? Somehow he put on that sweatshirt, and the power of Nashville seems to have taken over his body. I'm it's me. To- Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Oh my I remember. Pretty catchy. Lost him. I remember pretty Cody catchy. telling me Taylor was trash and had no bops. That's true. Did I say that? Yeah, you did. Did I say it never in, heard in those words? I mean, pretty much. I don't know if you said bops, but you I said think she maybe. Was trash. I think maybe I said I'm not sure why she drives such a high ticket price. I don't think that's what you said because you don't ever <clears throat> really speak with nuance. You always just actually, I always do bust through a wall like the Kool Aid Man and that's say one thing or the that's other. Not, not true either. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. She tries to sing it like almost like in a British accent. It's very, it's catchy. I like it. So you acknowledge she's not trash. <clears throat> I you never said she was trash. I okay. said she was a good songwriter, but a trash and that she basically singer. wasn't for me. Okay. No, I didn't say. I don't think I ever used the word trash. I don't you think di- I, you disliked her though. <clears throat> no, I said I don't like her. Ah, exactly. <laughs> Precisely. There we go. See how that sounds just the same. No, it doesn't. I'm like, oh, I get it now. And that's exactly yeah, the Yeah, you do. That's exactly the instance where... Everybody else be, is like, what's the difference? That's exactly the instance that it would be used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's not do this again. I don't want to either. I already made you look foolish. <clears throat> I don't think you did. <laughs> what's the sports story of the day? 
Is I don't Bill know. O'Brien? Not much happening. I mean, Bill O'Brien back to the Patriots. If Bill O'Brien is the sports story of the day, <laughs> we're, really we're having a pretty slow day. Yeah, I hate it just because it means he's no longer with uh, Alabama. It's fair. It seemed like he wasn't very good at Alabama, so I kind of kind of liked him being there. Yeah. How about this from Pat Riley? This really gets my gets my motor running. What Pat Riley do? As LeBron chases history, Kareem's the greatest player of all time, says Pat Riley. I mean, that's okay for him to feel that way. He's also probably a little bit mad at LeBron for leaving Miami because they've been kind of, for the most part, treading water since then. They had the COVID finals appearance that they that they lost to LeBron in. Kind of gagged last year at home against Boston. Well, this year's not going this. so well. I mean, it's uh, ESPN Plus, which is weird that they're putting it on the front page of ESPN if they want you to pay for it. Exclusive but. content? Yeah. I mean, Kareem is very decorated. LeBron passing him for points would be a pretty big accomplishment. You know, this is why nobody this is why reads. Dead. This is why nobody reads anymore. How dare I have to get, how dare I have to pay to read something? You shouldn't have to that pay. That someone to worked read. hard on. You should not have to pay to read anything. You bought books. Well, these big corporate you ad a book, dollars, didn't you? For one dollar, you still bought it. Yeah, but these big corporate ad dollars should be able to. You didn't used to have to pay to read things. The newspaper was free. Well, you had to pay. You do have to pay, but you pay. You shouldn't have to pay nine ninety five a month for. I think a it's seven dollars online month. article. I think ESPN Plus is seven dollars a month. It might have gone up in price, but I don't, you know, maybe maybe I don't maybe I don't have an argument here. Yeah, and you also maybe. get like the games and stuff. But yeah. like, if you add up the newspaper costs each month, it's going to be about seven dollars a month. So like, we've always had to kind of do this. Yeah, but I want it to be in paper form in front of me. Send me ESPN.com. <laughs> every I wanna, morning. I want to be able to open it on my doorstep. I have my morning coffee and my grapefruit. Yeah. And we've been paying for we've been paying to read this type of stuff forever. Now I don't know if I really care what Pat Riley says about Kareem being the greatest of all time. I mean, he coached him. Of course, he's going to feel that way. It's his boy, mm-hmm. and we know the old generation always wants to kind of protect the old generation to not have it be forgotten. You know how Pat Riley started out. How did Pat Riley start According out? According to Winning Time. I don't know if it's true or if this is part of the exaggerated part, but he started out on the broadcast team. Did that actually happen? Pat Riley started out on the broadcast team? Yeah, or at least that's how it is in winning time. And then the guy that... I think he was like a video guy, wasn't he, or something? Maybe? Well, that was Spolstra. Spolstra, yeah, that was Spolstra was the video guy. He was the video like intern, like recording practices, and just worked his way up. And then Jack McKinney had his bicycle accident, and the, the the lame coach had to step in for him, and then that guy got Pat Riley and said, come with me, Pat, you're an assistant coach now, not not broadcaster. Riley returned to the NBA in 77 as a broadcaster for the Lakers, yeah. And they kind of made fun of him as a broadcaster. Like, it really wasn't his thing. I mean, Doc Rivers was a broadcaster for a while. Steve Kerr was a broadcaster for a while. So it's not necessarily unique to get pulled out of the booth to coach. Steve Kerr. Played, then broadcasted, then I think it was a GM, then a coach. Mm-hmm. Maybe back to broadcasting in between. You have GMs to have played. To be obviously. able to get that, yeah. Riley yeah. played, of course. And, uh, yeah, then was a broadcaster. And then, like you said, yeah, near-fatal accident for Paul Westhead. 
Paul Westhoff. Or no, Paul Westhoff. Or Jack over, McKinney. Yeah, Jack McKinney took over. Or Jack McKinney had the So bike. I guess they're pretty spot on with the actual yeah. history on yeah. that part. Yeah, they just changed. They pretty much just changed some results in the games from what I see. Yeah. On winning time. Well, like, I don't. Who was the reason they won and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I don't have as big of a problem with that. Cause they didn't do it for in like championship type games. They might have changed some regular season road trips uh, around and stuff. I want to say they changed who wins finals MVP. Oh, do they? I think. Well, I'm not there yet. So yeah. I don't know. Okay, well, I don't want to, like, yeah, like, change it. No, I mean, you, it's history. I mean, yeah. it's fine if you want to spoil it. I want to say they give Magic the finals MVP. And I the show wanna... seems very pro-Magic. Like, it's, it's a lot about Magic. I'm I'm excited for the second season though. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'd like it from a TV standpoint, if nothing else. It's yeah, good TV. I mean to watch it. It's just something I haven't gotten around to. There's only I got, I got a lot. It's hard to watch everything. It's something we talk about. It's hard to watch everything. And the intro, is, the intro is probably my favorite part. What is it? Just basketball theme. No, it's like dun dun dun. Oh, okay, dun, it's sounds I'll, great. I'll play it for you. <laughs> yeah, sounds it's great. not as much of a bop as Taylor Swift. Sure, it's just it's overload, man. It's a lot of stuff to watch. It's hard for me to watch a show from the ground floor. Not so much on HBO, but there is a part of me that doesn't want to invest in shows before they get established, and like also like I know they're not gonna get canceled and stuff. Mm, yeah, I usually wait. Like whenever a new show's out, I usually wait till the first first season's completely done, and I know winning time is. I've never seen anything on HBO that wasn't good. They have a couple shows that like haven't made it to second like a second season though. There was one I watched that had the uh, what's the woman's name? Catherine Hahn. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Um. From the from the the uh, was I mean she's popular she's in Glass Onion but was also like didn't she Which got real popular again from the, the Marvel show oh yeah she was in the um, the WandaVision show yeah she had an HBO show she was in Step Brothers Miss Fletcher I watched it mm. where she's like uh, talking about Mary Steenburgen a mom no no she's also in Stepmom Step Brothers she's the mom mm. the one we're talking about is the one who is married to Adam Scott. That loves Dale. That keeps saying she wants to stuff him into oh, her. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and carry him around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But she had an HBO show that I really liked. Miss <laughs> Fletcher. She attacks him in the bathroom. Or she's like a single mom. <laughs> she's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's a little sexy. And then, like, yeah, it just uh, got canceled after one season. And I, I, it hurt me a little that bit. That was the worst when you think you finally you found a show. And it hurt up, me a little bit. Over. I liked it because I like Catherine Hahn. And I appreciated her be, getting to be sexy in the show, and I was looking forward to it. I want to say the f- series, which I guess is the series finale. I was going to say season finale, ended with her like having a threesome with like her son's friend and like some woman. Like it was pretty. Spoiler alert! Yeah, it was pretty. It was a pretty weird show, but I was into it. Okay. And then they just pulled it away, just took it away from me. I did start watching Westworld, and I couldn't get into that. I only made that through about a half half an episode. I was like, ah, eh, this is not for me. I think you would like it. Really? If you watch the uh, well, to me, uh, to me it belongs. It's uh, it's one of those that I would tell you to watch the first season, then quit. The first season was great. Then I quit watching after the the season two premiere. So it's like True Detective. 
No, it's not like True Detective. True Detective had a great season one, a decent season two, and a really good season three. But really, season one, though, is what it's known for. Sure, but season three was really good, too. Everything else, Season four is coming out pretty soon. Did you ever watch Deadwood? Mm, I watched... uh, I love Deadwood. You like... See, everyone else like... I watched like seven episodes of Deadwood. You didn't didn't, like it? I didn't much like it. I just like the old Western thing. I like anything that gives me an old Western feel. Well, that's what Westworld's going for, a little bit. Is it? I I didn't really... Well, yeah. West is in the name. I mean, it's, they're in cowboy land. Well, maybe I should. But it, it's got like space creatures or something, doesn't it? It's, it's like weird. It's I don't know how. I don't remember exactly how much they tell you at the beginning of the show. But like you're in like a simulation. Like it, you go to. Yeah, it seemed weird. You're like you pay to go hang out in Westworld is kind of the idea. Oh, okay. So like these rich people are paying to like be able to go and like do a virtual reality. Tour As the like, elites do. Yeah, they're able to go like be cowboys and stuff and have like a. Red Dead Redemption type of game, I think, is the the idea of it. Well, maybe I should watch more of it. I like Boardwalk Empire. Did you ever watch I that? Watch that. We're just going to name HBO shows now. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, because I just can't think of one that I don't like. I mean, they're all. And then, of course, they have the elite of the elite on there. Six Feet Under and Sopranos. And The Wire. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, Game of Thrones. No. Not a, not a, it doesn't get mentioned among through the elite six, anymore. Through six seasons. What was the other one you said? The Wire? Six Feet Under? Yeah, Six Feet Under, great show. I've never watched it. I don't know if you'd like it. It's a little too deep for you, I think. More character driven. That's what I like. Mm, I don't think you'd like this one. I don't appreciate that. It's a little you slow. You think I just like watching tanks get blown up? Yeah. And that That really upset me when you thought that that's why I like Game of Thrones, because of the dragons. Mm-hmm. It was. <laughs> you don't know me. Bro, this new season they got, this it's new very... series, it's about dragons. dragons. There's so many dragons in <clears throat> There's like eight dragons. You need to reevaluate your condescension of me when it's it comes to here, taste. It's dragon everywhere. <laughs> really don't appreciate it. Well, then maybe you'd like Six Feet Under. Everything's about the characters. It's about a family that owns a funeral home. That seems like it would be interesting. Has that been done before? Owning a funeral home? Yeah. I mean, the show's old. How old? Like, it's one of their it's one of their first shows. Around the time of The Sopranos, I mean, it's early two thousands, late nineties. Is it a drama? Yeah. I feel like that should be a comedy. I mean, this got some comedic uh, moments. Christopher Moltisanti's in The White Lotus. Yeah, I need, that's another I one I need to watch. I'm not watching that, too. 2001 is when uh, Six Feet Under began. Hmm. Only five seasons, perfect length. Yeah, that's about right. That's about all you need. 01 to 05, get in, get out. Dexter's in it, Michael C. Hall, he's good in it. Didn't care for that. Yeah, he, he's not playing Dexter, but he's he's in it. Well. I don't like him as an actor, either. Oh, I like him as an actor. So the story of the day is... Pat Riley says Kareem, yeah, greatest a, player of all time. As good as anything. All right, let's go to break. It's Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. Drink some White Claw Hard Seltzer responsibly, only 100 calories. And made with your unique brew pure process. Support the people who support us as we return to the White Claw 
Hard Seltzer Studios. In college basketball last night, you had Kansas lose again. I think they have pretty much, barring like them running the table and winning the conference tournament, it feels like they've really put themselves out of one seed contention. Who did they lose to last night? On the road at Baylor. So not like a terrible loss or not anything. Not a bad loss. Close game. Uh, lost by six. They've fallen yeah, apart. They were hanging around like yeah. down by like ten most yeah. of the They made a little game. bit of a run at the yeah. end to kinda They couldn't rebound, they couldn't shoot. It was it was ugly from them. The Big Twelve is a bloodbath. Whoever ends up winning the conference, especially if it's a double like won the regular season then wins the conference tournament, they might be able to get a one seed even if they have like six or seven losses, but yeah. it feels like it's gonna take a, a, a big run that I don't know that any team is capable of in that conference. What's the most losses we can have and get a one seed, you think? For Tennessee, I'd say five, maybe six, I guess, if you're counting the SEC tournament. So we need to five be regular 20, season losses. 26 and five, and then maybe make it to Sunday. I don't even know if that 20, would really matter. 28 and seven. The tournament committee has shown that the tournament success, the, 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 the conference tournaments don't really play that much into it. I mean, we won the whole damn thing last year and still got a three seed. They, they feel like they already kind of have the seedings put in place, at least by, like, Saturday night. So maybe you said making it to Sunday, maybe. I would just say avoiding, like, a terrible loss on Thursday. I guess it would be Friday. Friday. But there, there, yeah, I mean, avoiding a terrible loss on Friday would be important. So 27-6 and six you think could get a one seed? I think so. Especially if that includes, you know, a win over Texas, a win over Bama or Auburn. If you beat both Texas and Bama, it'd be pretty hard, I think, not to get it at twenty-seven and six, like you yeah. said. So that means just get through the regular season. You think we can lose three more games? I mean, it's possible. I mean, again, like it depends on who you lose to and who you beat. Twenty-five and six. Like if you lose to Texas, Bama, and Auburn, you're not getting a one seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd have to beat a couple of those at least. Or well, that would be disappointing, seeing as how three of those are at home. You have three home games there, and you wouldn't win any of them. I mean, Tennessee has a chance to lose two more games. We have three losses right now. You said lose three, so we can lose two more games, right? Yeah, but I'm thinking if we went 25-6 and six and then won the SEC tournament, yeah, maybe it wouldn't make a difference. When you look at the schedule Tennessee has, 25-6 and six might not be good enough. It might need to be 26-5. and five. The way I look at it, I think I would be happy if we got through with just two more losses. For sure. Like if we went twenty six and five, I feel like that's a really good yep. regular season. You know, and I thought fifteen and three is what we should probably do in conference. Or, you know, what, seven and one six and one now? I just can't decide where I want to take those L's. I guess at Rupp. Well that's maybe. the thing. That's the thing is like when you look at the schedule, there's no there are no losses you look at that you're like, okay, this one would be a good one. Maybe at Rupp and at Auburn, the last game. Yeah, and then you win the all your home the rest of your home games. Mm-hmm. I think you'd be fine in that scenario. Just I'd, I'd be happy really with good that. Wins through there. Yeah, you would have beaten Auburn, Alabama, and Texas, Texas all at home. But then again, you look at that Kentucky team. And say, hey, I don't know why we can't win better, it, bro. But, but I don't expect to win all of them. Yeah, we could just go win all of them and not have to worry about it. Could. Couldn't do the that. easy way. To Last go. time we talked about doing that, we lost to Kentucky the next game. So I don't want. Do I'm it. just going to focus at one game at a time. Like <laughs> you're going to drop a couple games, that's fine. I want to win them all. Realistically, you're not going to win them all. I but be 29 and two. That would be cool. That's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. No. 27 and four on the table. 
27 and 4 on the table. I mean, if I was setting an over under for the rest of the games, it would be I would set it at 26 and a half wins. I mean, I might even actually set it at 27 and a half, honestly, like gambling wise. Whoa. 26 sounds better. 26 and a half. <laughs> Take it easy. Well, I mean, that just allows you to lose what? Two more games and you'd still cover? Yeah. But I mean, like, like you said, getting to three losses is going to be fairly disappointing. I mean, Arkansas is at home. They're not very good. South Carolina is at home. Not very good. So what you're saying is 25 and six would be fairly disappointing. I, I think I agree with that. I, Boy, the standard's high. Calling it fairly disappointing is not, you know, necessarily fair, but I would be pretty disappointed with at least two of those losses. Mm-hmm. The standard's really high. Like getting, you know, uh, getting, you know, zooming out. And looking and seeing twenty five and six and fifteen and three in conference or whatever it would be, it would be a job well done. But yeah, at the time, at least two of those three losses you'd be disappointed at. Either you've dropped somebody at home you weren't supposed to, you couldn't beat Alabama in a game that's going to be bigger than the football game, and or you know you've lost to Florida easy. or Vanderbilt or A and M run. What? Come on. What? What this 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 round ball thing you're doing? Could be number one versus number two. This whole basketball is cooler than football thing you're doing. I didn't never say basketball is cooler than football. When did I say that? It easy. When did I say basketball is cooler than football? Yeah, you've been doing it the last two days. You've been. What have I done? You've been interjecting this little. It's going to be bigger than the football. It's going to be just as big, at least at the very least. Calm down. Maybe even bigger. One versus two. One versus three. There were other elements at play. Two versus three. Talking about just in the. I'm not talking about history. It's different when the ball ain't round. It, does, it is true. It does get a little bit more unique when the ball isn't round. I want to continue the Tennessee basketball talk after the break. Stick with us as Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. Back on the program. Cam, did you see the doomsday clock has been moved forward? I did. We're getting close. Yeah, it appears as. Yeah. Oh, well, this is awkward. Yep, oh, he's back. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I got uh, nerves today. Nerves? Yeah. Mm. Nerves. Stomach, big stomach's, day? Uh, <laughs> stomach's rumbling. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hurting over here. Nerves. I was planning on trying to do a. Uh, when we're at Max today for the first time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, you got somebody to spot you? Well, they got people on the floor that'll do it. But I made that decision. I think since then my stomach's been hurting. I had to go throw up back there. <clears throat> I wonder if you might have IBS. I don't know. That's what my mom always says. I think I just ate some bad food. Two times today I'm during hurting. the show. Two I'm times hurting. yesterday. You don't have to tell everybody. During the was. show. You don't have to <laughs> speak about all that. Well, the second time was after the show, but it... Right after, right as the buzzer hit, you know. Ah, I was hurting. I was hurting. Joe Lenardi moved Tennessee basketball up to a one seed. Huh? That's pretty nice. Uh-huh. That's pretty uh-huh. well, how often do you see that from from Joey Joey Buckets? Joey Brackets. Brackets could be buckets. I guess a little bit. I mean, he's not getting any buckets. He's making brackets, but he's talking about people who get buckets. I, I've been so tired of the discourse this season. It gets bad when I find myself having to agree with like Wes Rucker, but I found myself having to agree with Wes Rucker as he's talking about why people aren't like embracing this team more, and I see people arguing oh, about it all the time. I did see that. I did see he uh, 
posted about that. You know, yeah. Russell's been saying that too. So essentially, you're agreeing with Russ too, which is. I mean, I've been saying it for years. It's crazy in terms of enjoying the regular season, but. Yeah. I just the the doom the impending doom thing just has been getting on my nerves. The discourse there, like I mean, as Mike Wilson points out from the the News Sentinel from the clock, the clock, the Doomsday Clock. Mike Wilson, uh, what was the doom? What's the Doomsday Clock, Cam? What is it? We'll tell you more about it at the top of the hour. <laughs> Did I missed something. That's what we were going to start the segment with when you weren't here, <laughs> but then you you came back right just just in time. Yeah, I was hurrying. Yeah. I went as fast as I could. Yeah, I didn't even wash my hands. My hands are a little dirty right now. Cam, oh, that's gross. <laughs> There's fecal matter on the microphone. Cam said he got tired of playing ads. No, it's fine. I did the best I could. I'm, I'm fighting for my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the, it's good to have you back. This I is mean, Michael Jordan's flu You game. could have maybe taken time to wash your hands, but it's, either way, it's good I to have you. I washed my hands. You. you could smell. And your hands are touching the table, I washed which my means hands. the germs are... You can feel the water here. The germs are creepy crawling no, over to me. My, I washed my hands. So now I have fecal matter I on my hands. I washed my hands. Mike Wilson from the New Sentinel points out, Tennessee has ranked in the top five of the AP poll for the 17th time in the past five seasons. That's good. Tennessee was ranked in the top five of the AP poll 17 times in the prior 70 seasons. So you've you've matched in the last five seasons what you had done in the previous 70. It's a testament to Rick Barnes. That's how high the standard is. It's high. He's We just ran through the schedule and you talked about you'd be disappointed with going 25 and 6. Yeah. And to the people who talk about postseason and championships for all that matter, I would simply ask them, were you not happy with Tennessee football season? Well, the difference is, I think, that was the first one. That was the first time that Tennessee football was back to being really good. Whereas, like, Are they really good? I mean, they didn't, beat, they didn't win anything. Well, well, yeah, yeah, but 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 you know the energy that we had for Grant Admiral's team, 2018-19? People still did the same thing and when they got knocked out of the tournament, though. Still talked about them not winning anything. But there was energy around that that team. But people still so look back on those seasons. But people still look back on the seasons as failures, though. I'm comparing this past football season to that basketball team in terms of it was the first time in a while you'd been back. Right, but people still called those seasons failures because they lost in the tournament. People... People weren't happy people with those that, seasons at the end of matter, it. Like, well, I mean, I don't know, I mean, who, who like, matters? I mean, I don't know, but like the, people use those. Me. The people who complain about this basketball team use those seasons as data points. Yeah, they they got knocked out earlier than right, and those seasons become failures, and they become examples. I don't think of, you call it a failure. They become though. they become data points talking about failure. Failure in March. Yeah, yeah. failure because the people keep saying that all that matters is. Postseason success. I, I don't think those teams did not have postseason success. I don't success. think anybody's calling that season a failure. That, that team a failure. When you tell me that you're worried about Rick Barnes, six. when you tell me you're worried about Rick Barnes in March, you point to Grant's teams. In terms of the underachieving in the postseason, correct. That that's and that's what people care about. That's what people get mad about. That's what yeah. People but are I would never about. call that team a failure. They went thir- they're thirty one and six. And those same people are saying that they can't get excited about this regular season because all all thing that matters is the postseason. Well, I think that's that's the narrative I want to talk about, which is I think what you were wanting to talk about in the segment. Sure, right? that is interesting because there there obviously is less energy around the basketball team right now. And I wonder what all is contributing to that. I don't know if I even buy into the less energy thing. 
I mean, I know that's been the talking point. I, I'm that the energy part isn't necessarily what I care about. It's just the people bitching and complaining all the time, and I just love reading like under any positive like Tennessee basketball tweet from Tennessee media members, you'll have countless number of tweets from people complaining about the impending March doom or well, I don't know not why. scoring enough or. There's there's a good chance it'll happen, but look, I mean, I don't know why you'd sit around and complain about it and not. I don't know why you wouldn't be able to enjoy what's going on, and then also, to me, I can do both. I can think in the back of my mind, will we make the final four? Chances are we probably won't, but I can still enjoy the ride. When you say there's less energy, what do you mean? Well, that's what like Wes Rucker was saying, right? Yeah, yeah. Basically, but, it's like but what, just, what what do you mean by that? Because I mean, I'm blocked by Wes. I just saw someone. Post that. Why did so he I, block you? Ah, we got beef, I guess. Long-standing beef. That's fine. Did you make fun of him? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. For the because of his stroke. No, no. Moving on. Let's move on. Okay. But what do you um, mean by less energy? Well, just that there there's not that energetic momentum. That I, I think it's something a few people have picked up on. Like, he's one of the first, I guess, maybe to point it out. But um, I heard Russ talking about it the other day too. It's just like. Part of it, maybe you look at like the crowds. Ticket prices are cheap. There's not a high demand for the team. It's just not a. It's not a high energy feel around well, I still, town. I still think we've played anybody at home yet outside of Kentucky, and we we've talked about that game. I That's mean, probably that, got something to do with it. I, I think you know that Kentucky game was a, a bad showcase game, but I, I think like the game Saturday's sold out right against Texas, and like all the resale tickets are over two hundred dollars for lower level tickets. So I mean. There's some demand and excitement for Saturday, and like I think when Bruce comes to town next Saturday, there'll be some excitement there. And like when Alabama's in town, like I think much like last year, it kind of ramped up the more the season went on. Like it wasn't until the end of the year when we had the Kentucky, Auburn, and Arkansas games. Kind of yeah, people forget we were 14 and six last year. Right. So I mean, like games. to me, the energy is the same as it kind of always is. It's just it ramps up. It's a bell curve. It ramps up. You know, you get the early season tournaments, then it dips a little bit. Like, hey, you know, I, I I thought there was some energy around the team whenever we went and beat USC and Butler and or was it Butler and 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 Kansas yeah, and Kansas. Like, I thought there. Well, was I some thought you were there. agreeing with uh, West that there was. I think there's negative energy around the team more so than no energy. Uh, okay, okay, so there, there's there there probably is too much negative energy. Yeah, to there, me, that's my complaint. Not that people don't care, because I still see people that care. And again, I understand that in January, you're not going to get the same amount of basketball interest as you're going to get in late February, early March. I understand like people ramp up and it, like it is the more the casuals get to sucked ramp up, though. Yeah, more of the casuals get people, sucked in there. I think most people had to get through the Orange Bowl, sure, and like get over that, and then there, there's like a mental transition you make. Well, in, the SEC in general is not very good this year, mm-hmm. and like so far, we haven't played any ranked. SEC opponents, so like no, I, I just have no, bottom feeders. I have no issue with the team, with, with you know, with people not being. I think maybe, ten out of ten. It's just I, I get annoyed whenever time I see someone praising this Tennessee team. You have uh, so many Tennessee fans that are the blow in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I think it's my a biggest, negative approach. I think my biggest issue is I think that my least favorite thing in sports is the happy to be wrong guy. I'm oh, gonna. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand that. I'm gonna bash my team. I'm gonna say they're gonna lose. I'll be happy if they prove me wrong, though. I'll be happy if they prove me wrong. And otherwise, I'm gonna take a victory lap and claim that I knew it all all along. But I'll be happy if I'm wrong. I think that's my least favorite sports guy. 
I, I yeah, I mean I don't I don't understand having dread when watching sports. Like you can have it. I mean, I think about it like but I don't think about it during the game. I just think whenever you like football should tell you football should point it out. Football should highlight what, you know, exactly it is I'm talking about. I I know what you're saying about the expectations of being the first team back and all that stuff and like hey, this team made you believe again. So it's like just more gonna, exciting. Well, yeah, but I'm just talking about, you know, being the first time where you really thought you might have a chance to win a championship in a long time. But I'll also say, like, football, the football program should point out what it's like to not be relevant and how much cooler it is to be relevant. Even though the team only went 10-2 and in the regular season and didn't win the East, didn't win the conference championship, didn't win the national championship or make the Final Four or anything, like, it was pretty cool to be relevant. And I think it's pretty cool for Tennessee basketball to be as relevant as they've been for a long time and to feel like you are an elite team that has a chance to win. You might not win. You might not. And I understand that it plays into, hey, if you do this seven times in a row, it'll be a little bit more frustrating. But also, like, I would be fine with Josh Heupel doing what he did the, the next four years. Yeah. If he rolls off 10-2 and two, four straight years and well, we don't win a championship, uh, it'll, be, it'll still be pretty fun. I'll still be pretty happy with that. Being talked about on TV every day. And yeah. And, like, other teams are on your highlight reel for once. Right. You know. That- and, like, Tennessee is in line, again, you know, when they're talking about one seeds, Tennessee gets mentioned. When you check out all the metrics, Tennessee's at the top. Like, you are a top-level basketball program right now. People push back when I said that being good in the regular season matters more to me in the, than the postseason. And, they, you know, I, I want to win in the, in the postseason. Badly, like I, I want to break through and get to a Sweet Sixteen. I want to break through and get to a, a second Elite Eight or a first Final Four. Like I want those things, but also enjoy knowing that in January and February and March, my team's probably going to kick whoever they play's ass most of the time. And right now, like you could be Florida, you know, you, yeah, you could be nine and ten or whatever. Like, now, like, would I trade a couple of those years? Would I would I trade being Florida if you told me we, went, we you know we won back to back championships fifteen years ago? Yeah, probably. But at a certain point, that wears off. Like Florida, Florida won those championships in what oh six and oh seven. Yeah, it's two thousand twenty three. It's been a long time since Florida basketball has been relevant. Was it twenty fourteen? No, twenty was it twenty fourteen that they went undefeated in conference play? Twenty sixteen? When, when was that? Who Florida? Twenty fifteen maybe. There was the one year they went when eighteen they had, and zero. Like Patrick, I don't know who would have been on the Young team honestly. Scotty Wilbekin. I don't even know who was on. Were the team. those guys? Wil- Wilbekin maybe he was on there. Patrick Young, didn't he get something happened to him? Yeah, he's like paralyzed or something now. Like he's in oh, a geez. he's yeah. in a bad shape. I thought he might have been on that team. I'm like I could be misremembering though. 2014, yeah, went went eighteen and zero, <clears throat> thirty six and three, and then lost in the uh, final four. So, I mean, like, they were good that year. And they, they made, I think, did Mike White, he made the Elite Eight, right? His first year. That's why it's so year. puzzling we haven't made. Uh, Our program's we, too good not to have made an Elite, like, think, more than one Elite Eight and I one think Final that's Four. part of it that people get, like, when they see, like, South Carolina made a Final sure. Four. And, like, and we need to do that. Yeah. I understand that. We need to do that. But I'll keep taking my chances of being Elite and hoping we crack through it. And being, like, better than Arkansas the last two years, but they made. Sure. Two, two elite eights. Like yeah. there, there's teams that are lower than you program wise who have had more success in the postseason. Our tournament futility has been frustrating. Yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. It's just I don't let it 
cloud me from enjoying the, the other stuff. Hour one in the books, kick off hour two of headlines. Let's talk sports on Fan Run Radio.